Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance. So let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj. And I'm most known for my loud New York personality. Brooklyn, to be specific. And my unfiltered opinions. And most recently, for being your favorite homegirl. Yeah, cause I'm a realtor too. Don't forget that. And the Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that identify as a melanated millennial. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it, cause what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome if you're new, welcome back if you're not to the Melanated Mindset. <sighs> y'all, we done made it to another Monday. Thank you for showing up for me. Cause baby, let me tell you, it was hard to show up for y'all today. Don't know if y'all can hear it. I'm gonna try to edit the audio as much as I can so that it's not super disruptive, but y'all, it is piss pouring outside. And when I first moved in and I was filming season three in my closet, it didn't matter. Y'all couldn't hear if it was raining or not. But now I'm in my dining room turns studio and y'all can hear all the rain because I can hear it. So I apologize if the rain is dumb loud. I'm going to try my best to make sure that it's just not doing the most. So let's just get right to it because we got some things to talk about per usual. So if you listened to last week's episode, which you should, because if you just now starting a pod season four, episode four, what are you, what are you, what are you really doing? This one is going to be kind of a continuation of last week's episode. Last week, I pretty much talked about building a business versus building a brand. And specifically, I touched on how social media is a very crucial tool in building both. And I pretty much talked about how it's an amazing tool for entrepreneurs because honestly, it is. I touched on how you can use social media for marketing, for promo, for networking, and how it's a direct link to your new customer slash clients if you are an entrepreneur. This week, let's talk about what happens when it doesn't work out that way because yeah, it sounds good. Yes, it's realistic, but to keep it a stack, that's not how it works for everybody, whether you're an entrepreneur or, or not. And if y'all see what I titled this week's episode, it's specifically for a reason, but we're going to get into that in a second. So before we even go any further, let me just hit y'all with a definition. By the way, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you're new here, just so you know, there is a video version up on my YouTube channel that is just my name, Tyann Watson, for you to catch these vibes real personal. Listen, listening to a podcast is one thing. You could kind of catch somebody's vibe slightly. You could decide if you're going to listen to it again. 
But catching the vibes and being able to look at them is a completely different vibe. I know that to be true because I personally only watch a video podcast. There's one podcast that is not video, that doesn't have video version that I am just like indebted to. But other than that, if there's a video version of a podcast, I'm going to watch it. So if you're one of those people, pull up on me. For real, for real. But if you were here or if you've just been here since the beginning of season four, you know, I kind of been starting the episodes with kind of a definition related to what we are going to be talking about. And if you're watching the video version, make sure you leave me a comment down below to let me know. Are you guys liking that flow and structure of the pods? So today's word is going to be algorithm. Hmm. And the actual textbook Webster's definition for algorithm is a process or set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer. Keep that in the back of your mind as we go through today's episode. Also, I want to let it be clear, I'm not just talking to my entrepreneurs this week. I know last week that is primarily who I was speaking to today. I'm talking to anybody that utilizes social media, whether you do it for business and work or whether you use it just for fun. I think it's important to know how we all are slaves to the algorithm. But before I tell y'all how or why or anything like that, y'all know the vibes if you're not new here. Never going to miss the opportunity for a shameless plug to let you guys know that if you want to keep up with me in real time, because these podcast episodes are pre-recorded well before you guys are actually seeing this or hearing this. So if you want to kind of see what I be into behind the scenes and in between seasons and episodes, make sure you guys keep up with me on all of my social media platforms, my Instagram at Tyann.Watson and my Twitter, my TikTok, and my YouTube all at Tyann Watson with no dot in between. Now, let's roll right on into my complaint and highlight of the week. If you're new here, I like to start every episode with a complaint of the week because it's Monday and I'm pretty sure you got something that you could be complaining about. I got something I'm going to be complaining about. You're just going to get to hear mine. I mean, if you got a complaint that you want to drop down in the comments, though, come on, let it all out. This is a safe space. But then we don't just like to come on here and be negative, so I do have to balance that out with a highlight of the week. So uh, this week, my complaint of the week is as clear as day, and it is not being on the beach of St. Martin slash St. Martin with my best friend right now. Like... Y'all, she is just having an amazing solo trip. Hopefully, I get to bring her on the pod this season. You guys have not heard from this specific best friend. You guys heard from my other best friend. Maybe I think that was like season two from Kiana. But Rochelle has been my best friend literally since we were in sixth grade. So she is definitely one of the longest friendship connections that I have. And she is just an amazing free spirit. And yeah, I definitely need to get her on the pod. So Shell, if you're listening to this, they're waiting and I'm waiting. All right. But yeah, y'all, she is just living her best life. And I absolutely love that for her. And I'm just mad that I'm not with her. Shell, take me with you next time. Anyway, 
rolling into my highlight of the week. My highlight of the week is going to be honestly just getting some well-deserved me time. Today is Malik's work shift where he has to work a 24-hour shift. If you're new here and you don't know who Malik is, it is my husband and he is in the army. So he has to work a 24-hour shift today. So it's just me and our two-year-old. And listen, y'all. I know majority of people be like, Zang, you got to be with the kid a whole 24 hours. But I be with this kid all day, every day. And Malik is an amazing help. Always, always. Four sets of hands, way better than two. But on the days that he got to go to work, I just got to worry about the kid and like make sure he got his snacks on deck. And we just went grocery shopping. So like, we are good. Like, give him his snacks. He be watching his word party, his Ada Twist, the scientist, like, because I try to make sure that he's constantly watching something educational. And, like, he be out my way when his father is not home. So, like, right now, it's nap time. And here I am pulling up on y'all. And then after I put him down tonight for bedtime, I'm going to edit this podcast episode. And, like, I'm going to just get to chill when Malik is not here honestly as bad as it's gonna sound like I don't even be worried about what I'm gonna eat like I don't gotta cook like I make sure the kid is fed me I whip together a Caesar salad and air fry a piece of salmon and call it George like it's nice do I love having my husband with me majority of the time and am I blessed am I grateful absolutely but if you've been in a long-term relationship you know that time of part is just as crucial and critical as that time together. Before, Malik used to be gone all the time. So, like, any time that we had together, we were, like, glued. And, like, now, he spends a lot more time at home because of his new job. And it's just, like, I love it. I love it because in the 10 years he's been in the military, this is the most us time and free time he has ever had. But baby, okay, mommy be needing some space. The house is only two but so big. But when the three of us are in here together all day for days at a time, like, yeah, we go out and do stuff, but, like, we come back home to the same house, and we just, it just get real repetitive. So I kind of be looking forward to his work days just so it's like a break from the routine, and it's just me. I usually run me a bath, do a face mask. I just be vibing, so, yeah. Today is that day, so that is definitely the highlight of my week. Y'all should know by now, I cannot just get on here and just be rambling. I gotta teach y'all something. So we pulling up to our Fendi fact of the day. Today's Fendi fact comes from an article titled, When Algorithms Decide Whose Voices Will Be Heard. It was written by Theodora Lau, and it is an excerpt from harvardbusinessreview.org. And if you guys are ever curious or interested in reading these Fendi facts here on the show or on the pod, I should say, but we're going to call it a show because it's a full production, right? Here on the show, I literally just read like a paragraph or two and kind of just skim around. I read the article in detail before I pick it. But if you guys are ever curious to read the article in its entirety, all of the links to all of the Fendi Fact articles will always be in the description box of the YouTube videos. So if you are an audio listener, you might want to pull up on me. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. The article starts by reading, what was the first thing that you did this morning when you woke up? And what was the last thing you did before you went to bed last night? 
Chances are that many of us, probably most of us, were on our smartphones. Our day-to-day consumption of all things digital is increasing by analyzed and dictated by the algorithms. What we see or what we don't see in our news and social media feeds, the products we buy, the music we listen to. When we type a query into a search engine, the results are determined and ranked by based on what is deemed to be useful and relevant. Serendipity has often been replaced by curated content, with all of us enveloped inside our own personal bubbles. Are we giving up our freedom of expression and action in the name of convenience? While While we may have a perceived power to express ourselves digitally, our ability to be seen is increasingly governed by algorithms with lines of codes and logic programmed by fallible humans. Unfortunately, what dictates and controls the outcome of such programs is more often than not a black box. All right, so before I even jump into the flow of things, I am going to use this opportunity to let you know that if you are watching the video version of this episode, go ahead and give this video a big thumbs up because like I said, y'all, this ain't just a podcast. This is a production, all right? This is a, I'm a one-woman show. I am the director, the creative director. I'm the writer. I'm organizing my flow. I'm the research analyst searching for the Fendi facts. I'm the camera woman. I am everything, all right? And all I'm asking in return is for you to give this video a big thumbs up, to share it with anybody you think needs to hear it or that you would want to hear it, and also for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can officially become a part of the tribe because I would love to have you. All right, y'all. So now we officially flowing into things. But first, let me refer y'all back to the definition of algorithm that I gave y'all in the beginning, just in case you forgot. So an algorithm is described as a process or set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer. So now that we actually know what an algorithm officially is, I feel like we hear this term all the time now on social media, the algorithm, the algorithm, the algorithm. We talk about it as if it is a person when in fact it's a thing. It's it's AI, it's artificial intelligence. And if you listen to last week's episode, like you should catch the vibe on how I feel about AI. But it's here to stay. There's nothing I personally can do about it. So we rolling with the punches, right? Now that you know what the definition of an algorithm is, let me ask you, what does your algorithm consist of? You watching and you listening, what type of things do you see on your feed on a consistent basis, regardless of what social media platforms? None of this is platform specific. All of these social media platforms, YouTube included, they all have an algorithm. So what does yours push out to you, whether that be good or bad? Is your algorithm normally flooded with positivity and motivation or is it flood with sorrow and regret and death because that's just a thing now? Sit and think, what type of content does the algorithm push out to you? Another question I have for you is, are you actively manipulating the algorithm or are you falling victim to the algorithm? Now, if you are OG, I don't know what episode I talked about this on, 
But I think earlier in season three, maybe even season two, too, I touched on the fact that you have to trick the algorithm. You have to manipulate it to show you the things that you want to see versus it just showing you the things it thinks you want to see. It thinks you want to see is what I meant to say. Because, for example, when I was in real estate school, because if you do not know, another shameless plug, you guys heard it in the intro, but I'm going to tell you again, your girl is a licensed realtor here in the state of South Carolina. I currently service the Fort Jackson slash Columbia area. So if you, yeah, you, or anybody you know are looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, I am quite literally and figuratively your homegirl. But wait, Taj, what if I don't live in the state of South Carolina or Columbia? Can you still help me buy, sell, or invest in real estate? And the answer is absolutely. And if I personally cannot, I can definitely refer you to another trusted professional that can do so. But anyway, when I was in real estate school, I consumed nothing but real estate. Real estate on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on YouTube, podcast, anywhere that I could find information about real estate, that's what I did. But I realized that if I wanted to see this information consistently without having to go search for it every time, I needed to trick the algorithm. So I needed to unfollow a lot of the pages and people that were serving no purpose to me at that time and that were just taking up space. So I personally went in, unfollowed pages like the Shave Room, the all of the gossip blogs because they was just pumping out at that time so much negativity and that's not what I needed. I needed I had tunnel vision. I had a goal and I was trying to hit it. So I replaced all of those followers with me or pages I was following with successful specifically a black women in real estate. So that I could, when I come on Instagram, when I open it, I'm seeing successful black women doing what I, at the time, was trying to do and am currently doing, you heard? And that's on manifestation, period. But I just wanted to see what I wanted to be. I wanted it to be in my face all the time. So if I wasn't learning from the content when I opened the app, I at least was motivated to get off my goddamn phone and go do what I need to be doing so I could be like these women in real life, not just on social media. So that is what I mean when I say trick the algorithm, manipulate the algorithm. So are you subconsciously falling victim or slave to the algorithm or are you doing everything in your power to manipulate it in your favor granted we can only manipulate it but so much but are you even attempted to did you even know that was a thing so let me ask you another question because i'm just full of questions today how do you feel when you're done scrolling do you feel inspired motivated or do you feel inferior, discouraged? How do the content that your algorithm pumps up? Because everyone's algorithm is different. Yes, these apps have like an official algorithm, but the, the formula they use for my timeline and the formula they use for yours is going to be completely different. So how are the things that you seeing? how are they affecting you after you're done? So for example... When I unfollowed the Shea Room and all the other gossip sites or whatever, I felt so much of a breath of fresh air. Did I feel disconnected with the outside world? 
yes, because I'm going to be honest. At that time, that was how I was getting all my major news information. We don't have cable. We just have like the fastest speed internet. So there's no news for us to watch. I mean, we could watch it on the fire stick, but like if, if I want news information, I had to now go look for it, which I kind of like is there's a pro and there's a con there. So it just disconnected me from everything else going on in the world that I don't give a damn about all the celebrities that I don't care about all the drama that I don't care about. And I realized replacing that with people that inspired me, people that motivated me, like I said, forced me to get off the damn app and go get to the bag in real life versus me being scrolling on the shade room and seeing these rappers and these influencers, and Instagram models be gifted all these Range Rovers and Birkin bags and all that. And whether you actually want those things or not, let's call a spade a spade. You get a, a hair of jealousy or like, damn, I wish somebody would ball out like that for me, regardless of whether that's in someone. If if you see a rapper gifting his his child's mother or his girlfriend a Rolls Royce full of 500 roses in your head, you're going to be like, well, damn, I can't even get one. Like, So you start comparing your life to the life of these people who are just living very accelerated lives. They're not living a different life than us. They're just, theirs is just accelerated. Ours is in real time. Something happened in their life that catapulted them to success. Like, well, let me not say overnight, but y'all get what I'm saying. Because a lot of these rappers and Instagram models, they be younger than me now, which be blowing my mind. Like, wow. No hate at all. It's just like, damn, these 22, 23, 24-year-olds, they done found a way to touch a milli. I'm not mad at it. But I cannot compare my 27-year-old hustling lifestyle to that of a 22, 23-year-old Instagram model who literally gets paid thousands of dollars to post pictures. I can't do that. And once I consciously realized that, I was like, oh, okay, so I got to start unfollowing some of these people that trigger that jealousy and trigger that hateration because I don't care who you are. If you're going to deny it, then that's fine. But some of that shit make you jealous and you know it. It bring out the inner hater in you. And that's not the type of energy that I ever want to be feeling. And like, it's like one of those things why if you don't like them, why are you following them? If you feel jealous of them, why are you following them? So I just started unfollowing mad people like... And that's not to say I still feel jealous of them, like I'm jealous of them all the time. It's just like they would post something and it would instantly make me feel like my life and what I'm doing is not enough. And I had to say enough is enough. Like, no, I'm not living like that. Let me just turn out, turn off the lights, shut out the noise. Let me just focus in on my life in real time. Stop worrying about what other people got. So I had to manipulate the algorithm in order to do that, if that makes sense. Also, those feelings that you feel when you're done scrolling, so like that jealousy that I was feeling, I was meant to feel like that. The algorithm purposely pushed that those type of reels and TikToks and the black girl luxury. Like the algorithm pushes it to you so much so, but it's up to me to navigate how I'm feeling. The algorithm wants me to see it. The algorithm wants me to either be jealous of it so much so that I'm leaving a hate comment or the algorithm just wants me to keep on scrolling or go down a rabbit hole, right? 
So understand that the things that you feel when you're done scrolling, it is literally somebody's job to make you feel those feelings. Those may not even be your true feelings because in my case, I'm not jealous of the girl with the 500 roses in the Birkin bag in real life because one, I don't got no green thumb to take care of no damn 500 roses. I could barely keep my snake plant alive, let alone 500 roses. And them Birkin bags me ugly as hell regardless of how much they cost. So why am I getting jealous of people getting these things when I don't even want them in real life? That's just what I felt like the algorithm was pushing me to, to do, to feel. And these algorithms are so much more powerful than you think and that we give them credit for because they can invoke real feelings, real everything. If I'm not mistaken, Facebook is undergoing a, like a trial or I don't know if the trial has passed or, or whatever, pretty much to the extent of saying like Facebook had something to do with the last presidential election, well, maybe not the last presidential election, but the one where Donald Trump became president, and how, like, the things and the algorithms that they were pushing were, like, pretty much, they force you to see what they want you to see, and then you think that what you see is the whole picture, and it's not. So, in regards to the whole presidential election, it's like, okay, if they pump, if the algorithm is pumping you nothing but negative content about one candidate, and nothing but positive content about another candidate, you start your own opinion starts to get skewed, and then it becomes your extra credit assignment to go and do your own research, which we should be doing anyway. But the algorithms also shouldn't be biased, and it has been proven time and time again. And if you guys go ahead and read the article that the Fendi fact was derived from, it literally, there are, it's fact that the algorithms be biased and we know it, but yet we still allow it to seep into our head. We still allow it to invoke these feelings in us, this jealousy, this discouragement, like, or we allow it to inspire us and motivate us. Like the algorithm has that much power. And I just feel like a lot of us have to wake up and realize that and stop thinking that social media is just a game. They are manipulating things in the world just by what they put on your phone and my phone and make you think that this is what's happening in the world when this really could just be what's happening in this small group or place. Now, I'm going to give y'all a, a personal story of how the algorithm affected me. A couple months ago, maybe like two or three months ago, so sometime late last year, I finally, after pumping out mad content, real estate related, personal, like y'all know, I told y'all last, last episode, like I'm building my businesses and my brand simultaneously, right? So I was pumping out a lot of content on Instagram. Finally was able to get invited to the Reels bonus program. If you don't know what that is, that's where you get paid to make Reels. Up until that point, I had pumped out all them Reels and did not make a single dollar. It was actually costing me money to make that content, but for my brand and for my business, it was worth it. So when I finally got that invite one day to finally be able to get paid, I was hype, hell yeah, look, like, wow, I really turned something that I'm passionate about, something that I'm good at, something that I'm evolving in into a stream of income. It was up from there until it wasn't. So 
before I was in the Reels bonus program, my Reels was getting on average four, five, six thousand views. Like the inter- the engagement was pretty good for someone to have just started, right? Soon as I accept the Reels bonus program and they are now paying me for the amount of views that I get, my views plummeted. When I say plummeted, I'm talking ever since I accepted that Reel bonus, I have not had a single Reel reach a thousand views yet. And there are going to be some people that'll be like, oh, well, what kind of content did you post? And what is the quality of your content? And did you use trending audio and blah, 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 blah. Nothing about the way that I curated my content changed. Absolutely nothing. Mind you, I never was the girl doing the super trendy dances and the super cheesy, like my content. If you follow me on any of my social media platforms, Instagram to be specific, because that's what I'm talking about. My content was real. My content was authentic. My content was relatable and it was doing numbers. It was snowballing. It was growing. My reach was expanding. And then the moment I accept the reels bonus to now get paid for the work that I'm doing, nothing. Like, I, to this day, have not had a reel hit a thousand views since then. That's how much power the algorithm has because they now know, oh, we're paying this person for views, so let me suppress them so we don't have to pay this person as much money. And if you do not believe me, go on my Instagram, go click the reels tab and scroll and see how my numbers drastically changed. And when I say, y'all, that was such a gut wrench to me because I was so thrilled to finally have made another stream of income out of something I was doing anyway and something that I was putting so much time and effort into. And to have the algorithm slash Instagram shit on me like that, it took a really big toll on me. Like I stopped. That was honestly the beginning of my hiatus. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I kind of went on like a mini hiatus because I was just so discouraged. I didn't even want to make content anymore because I'm like, yo, what am I doing? The goal of this is for me to teach people, to help people. But yo, let's be honest. I got bills. Like none of this shit y'all looking at, none of this was free. Like I paid for this with my own money, not money that I made from the content that I'm creating. So I had to really take a step back and realize you know what, Tyann? You're not in this for the money. So you can't let the money, whether it's coming or not, discourage you because I know what my vision for my brand and my businesses is. And I feel like the universe has a plan for me. So I really just chopped it up to this being a test. But to just see how much my hard work was not appreciated, y'all, that shit hurt. Like when I say that shit hurt, Oh, my feelings was hurt. I felt discouraged. I felt like, wow, my content is really that inferior to other creators. Like, I started comparing my content. Like, and I just, it, it mentally, I spiraled slightly. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Mentally, I spiraled until I had to snap out of it and realize, okay, we pivot. I'm not going to stop putting out real, relatable, raw, authentic content, when it, whether it comes to real estate, my personal life, like things that I'm going through, lessons that I'm learning. I'm not going to stop because all it takes is for me to inspire or encourage one person. And I'm cool with that. And based on the DMs that I get about the podcast, I have done that. So I don't feel the need to be kissing the algorithm's ass no more. Like... 
I don't feel the need to be a slave to the algorithm because the algorithm is going to push what they want to push. The people that are meant to find me will find me regardless of what social media platform it's on. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of the algorithm, speaking about my likes and views and all that, let me just say, when it comes to being a content creator, because I do classes classify myself as such i'm not only a content creator but that is one of the hats that i wear even as a consumer let me also say likes comments and shares equal engagement if you weren't aware and that means everything on social media everything that you double tap anything that you comment on anything that you press the share button and send to somebody or send it doesn't matter where you send it once you engage with that content, the algorithm takes that information and realizes, okay, this is what he or she likes. Okay, this is the type of content that he or she likes more frequently. This is the type of content that they comment on. This is the type of content that they share on. So let me push them more of this content. It gets added to your personal algorithm and the calculator starts calculating like, Oh, okay, well, based on blah, 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 this is what we're going to send to his, his or her feed. This is what we're going to, this is the ad that we're going to put on his or her feed. These are the people that you don't even follow, that you're suggested to follow. Let me put this on your feed. Like, that is how powerful engagement is. And that's why I said you got to be very strategic and stingy with your likes, your comments, and your shares because it will dictate what else you see later on that day, later on that week, later on that month. And since we're talking about likes, comments, and shares, like, as a consumer, it just means that the algorithm can and will, heavy on the will, get better at predicting what you like. If you're listening to the audio version, I am putting like in air quotes. Because based on what you like, aka double tap, that's going to tell the algorithm what you like so therefore they are going to push more of that so if you are one of those people that keep seeing these young black men and women dying on the internet and you just it's too much for you stop interacting with that content stop liking it stop commenting on it stop sending it to other people because then that is what your algorithm is going to pump to you whatever you engage with they will send you more of and as a side note, let me just say, as an entrepreneur slash content creator, engagement has a direct correlation with how much money you make. Because had I been getting paid for the type of views that I had before I accepted the Reels bonus program, oh, I would have been getting way paid way more than what in- the pennies Instagram is trying to throw my way now because my views aren't as high, even though they made my views not that high. So... If you're a consumer, like I said, what you like, aka double tap, is going to tell the algorithm what you like. And as a content creator or an entrepreneur, how much people like interact with your content directly affects your pockets, point blank, period. And while we're here and on this topic, uh, let me talk to my consumers, the people that are not entrepreneurs, the people that do not own businesses, and you simply just use social media for fun, for leisure, whatever. If you see a friend or somebody that you know busting their ass to not only build their business or brand or whatever, 
But to go the extra mile and to create content to promote said business or brand on social media, don't be a goddamn hater. All right? Don't be a hater. Share that shit. Because it means everything for that business, that brand, and that quote-unquote friend of yours. Your like, your comment, your share will dictate how many more people the algorithm pushes that business, that brand, that friend's content to. So for all of the friends that be real stingy with the likes, I'm not talking about being stingy with the likes with people you know, people that are actually grinding, people that are actually hustling. It costs you nothing, literally costs you nothing, and it costs them everything. And that's coming from a content creator myself. The camera that I film on, like the tripod I got, none of that shit is free. Is it tax write-offs? Yes. But is it free? No. You got to front the bread up front. So when you go out your way to produce this content to promote your business, and then you got friends, associates, whoever, that don't even want to take the time to double tap or comment or share, I'm going to call a spade a spade. You're a hater. And it is what it is. Because the story views be there. But when it comes time to like, to comment, share, nobody wants to do that. But people will like, comment, and share on celebrity pictures. But that's a, that's, that's a topic for another day. I just want to let it be known. If you're somebody that doesn't use social media to make money and you see your friends using social media to make money, stop being a hater, share that shit. That brings me to my next point. Understanding the goal of the algorithm is key. And I don't think a lot of people understand the point of an algorithm on these social media platforms. The point of the algorithm is to keep you scrolling. You don't believe me? Pause this video, pause this audio, however you kicking it with me today. Check your screen time. And I'm not talking about check your generic overall screen time. Check your screen time for Instagram, for TikTok, for Twitter, for YouTube. Like, check the social media screen times right now. Go ahead. If you didn't even want to, that should tell you or that you need to know, right? The point of these algorithms is to keep you scrolling because the chances are if you stay on the apps long enough, you will be sucked in by a content creator, by a UGC content creator, by an ad, by a sponsor, by a something to spend money. They want you to stay on there as long as possible. And a lot of us fall victim to that because we don't even realize that that is the goal. We think that these apps are still just to kiki and be social. Instagram's days of photo dumps, the OG photo dumps when the app was blue and you couldn't post no pictures. Them days is gone. Instagram is here to take your bread. Simple. Simple. And the longer you stay on the app, the more likely the chances are that they are going to. When you check your screen time, are you proud of what it's looking like? Why or why not? Do you see the numbers in real time and realize, holy shit, I spent 10 hours on TikTok? That's a whole work shift that I use to probably not be productive. And chances are, of those 10 hours, you probably ended up on Amazon buying at least one item from one of those TikTokers. 
That is the point of the algorithm. It ain't just for you to kiki and laugh and find cute content. It is to keep you scrolling so that they could take your money. And I feel like if we keep that in the forefront of our mind, we would use the apps completely different. Ever since that whole Reels bonus, my my engagement plummeting, oh, I have just been using this the... I have been using social media, period. I post my content and I go. I'm not giving these apps the satisfaction to make money off of me when I can't make no money off of them. Simple as that. I'm going to post my stuff and I'm going to go. Y'all could catch me watching YouTube videos. You could catch me listening to podcasts. But what you're not going to do is catch me scrolling for hours on end on these apps while they make money off me when I can't even make no money off of them. Get the hell out of here. That's, That's just not how it's happening. I know what the goal is. And I keep the goal of social media and of the algorithm at the forefront of my mind so that I don't fall victim to the algorithm. And that brings me to my last point. I feel like if you understand that if you don't know what it is and you don't know what it's doing, you will continue to stay stuck and continuously fall slave to the algorithm. Because if you don't know what it's for and you don't know what it's doing, that means you don't know what it's doing to you. You don't know how it's affecting you. And I can't speak for y'all, but baby, I'm tired of these apps making money off of me. (laughs) I want my reparations. And let me tell you, Instagram throwing me them pennies wasn't it. That That was my wake up call. Oh yeah, these apps is playing. They make big bank off us, but don't even want to give back to the people that contribute to these apps. Oh, I say less. Honestly, I feel like we need our own social media app, but I'm just not that tech savvy to create it because no, no, ma'am, no. And that is honestly all that I have for y'all. I could go on and on about the algorithm and social media because it's a very big part of what I do. It's honestly a, a damn job that clearly they ain't paying me enough for, but clearly I keep showing up to do. But yeah, I could have easily went off on a tangent, but I ain't gonna do that to y'all. So we pulling up in our familiar place and that is at the word of the week. So this week's word of the week is coincidence. And I picked this word because understand that there's no such thing. I don't care what you believe in, who you believe in. There's no such thing as coincidences. Things happen the way they are designed to do so. Whether that be by the universe, by God, by Allah, by whoever you believe in, even by the algorithms. Everything happens the way it is designed to do so. So that ad that pops up after you just finished talking about something, talking about that very same thing, that is intentional. That's not a coincidence. Those sponsor posts with the shoes that are sitting in your cart are intentional. None of that is coincidence. That is intentional. When you are desensitized to death and abuse because it is literally filled, that's all your timeline is filled with, that is also intentional. None of that is a coincidence at all. 
So I really just want all of us to stop writing things off as coincidences when they were in fact designed for those purposes. That is what the algorithm is going to do. They are going to push what you interact with, whether it be positive or negative. The algorithm can't read that stuff. All it can read is what you're engaging with. And that is what they're going to push you more of. So there's no coincidence that after a young black man is gunned down, I can't even give a specific name. There's literally so goddamn many, unfortunately. But that's why after something like that happens and it goes mainstream media and you engage with those posts, whether it be likes, comments, shares, safe, the very next time it happens, oh, baby, you're going to be the first one to know. It's going to be the first thing on your timeline when you open it. Because that's the type of content that you are engaging with. That's the type of content you're telling the algorithm that you want to see, regardless of what it is. Understand the role that social media plays in your life and move accordingly. I just told y'all, they making big bank off of us. Does that mean that everybody need to go and try to make a bag on social media? No, because if that's not your jam, that's not your jam. But be conscious of the way that you use these apps because they're making money off of you. I don't care if you don't want to be a content creator. I don't care if you don't want to be an influencer. I don't care if you don't want to do none of that. You can want to work at McDonald's for the rest of your life. That is fine. But if you are going to sign up to use these apps, you got to understand how they're using you. For real, for real. And I just want to end with saying just look at how much has changed in such a short time. Now, I'm specifically speaking to my 25 to 30-year-olds, those melanated brown and black millennials. This is our time to shine. Just think about it. It is 2023, which means that mm, we were, if you're my age, if you're 27, we were in middle school around 2005, 2006, so since then, since we got our first phones, which I can't speak for everybody, I got my phone really, really early. But like, think about your first, if you are in that age, if you are 95, 94, 93, 92, 91, 90 baby. Think about your first phone. Think about your first time using the internet. I'm really finna age myself for the, the, the Gen Z's and the, the alpha generations. We could not use the phone and be on the internet at the same time. If you know, you know, right? I'm talking dial up, AOL. Like, think of how phones and technology has evolved in such a short amount of time. Y'all, we ain't that old. I know we be joking, but we ain't that old. We have watched it happen in our lifetime, I always consider us the bridge generation because we bridge the old school generation, which is our parents and our grandparents, to this new generation that's like the, the iPad kids. Like we are that gap generation because we didn't start off with a lot of this technology stuff, but we got it as we got older. And look, a lot of us, we didn't even really get into social media and technology until we was in that middle school, high school range. And now think about it. Kids is too, like, I be seeing kids my son's age walking around with an iPad in the store. Like, no shade to the iPad parents. I understand. But I'm just not that mom. Because it's just like, 
just look or if you have kids or if you heard about that whole Momo thing where like people were embedded crazy stories into like YouTube kid channel, like just look. And how the internet started when we were kids, when we were using it to get on Disney Channel and to dress up them dolls and to go on like Nickelodeon website and play games. Like the internet used to be such an innocent place. And in 10, 15 years, they have managed to turn it into this. That's a lot to have evolved and changed in a very short amount. Nothing else besides maybe, well, I would say cars, but that's technology too. We still ain't got a cure for cancer, but we done took the internet from dial-up to people got internets in their car and internet in your pocket and like, what? Y'all, that still tripped me out to this day, like. What? I I vaguely remember having to take the cord out of the house phone and plug it into the back of the computer in order to get internet. I am that old. <laughs> Quote unquote old. And if you feel me, you feel me. And I don't think we really sit back and think about just how much they have done with this technology, social media stuff in such a short amount of time. Like MySpace, we were coding, y'all. We had to work to use social media to get it how we want. And what did they say? What do the guys upstairs in the big offices say? Oh, nah, they learning too much. Like, y'all, we were dead ass in sixth grade coding. Didn't even know what coding was, and we were coding in order to be social. Like, it was still something we were learning. Now everything, they just give it to you. Here, they tell us what they want us to do. We have no control over this stuff like how we used to. So I just want y'all to, if you take nothing away from this episode, just remember that there's an agenda here and it's your job to try your hardest not to play a role into it. Like it's either play or be played. So you either got to use the algorithm in your favor to get what you want and see the things that you want or understand that the algorithm is going to play you. And that's just, it is what it is on that. And on that note, I'm pretty sure I said all that needs to be said. And I will see you, yeah, you, and you listening next week for another Melanated Monday. And I might just have a special guest next week. But you're going to have to pull up on me next week to see. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for kicking it with me and chopping it up with me. I appreciate each and every one of y'all the love and the support it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated and if you want to join the conversation in real time make sure that you're following me across all social media platforms at tyanne watson but more specifically make sure you're following me on instagram at tyanne.watson because that's where i'll post all of the polls all of the questions and conversation starters That's also where you guys can expect to see sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. We on a new season and we on a new level. This going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see you, yeah you, same time, same place next week for another Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until next time, peace y'all.